What's going on? This is Caught Off Sides with Joe and Alex. And uh, today we're going to be going over a few things. First and foremost, we're going to go over Mass J24 in the Premier League. Then we're going to go over um, the potential uh, news of a blue card being added um, in the world of football, as well as VAR changes and the effects it has on our game today. Um, then we're going to talk about Champions League because those matches are coming up over the next two weeks. But first, let's uh, let's talk about how our week has went, man, uh, in terms of like football. How, how's everything with you? Well, I can't complain. Uh, you know, Manchester City 2-0 against Everton. So obviously, anytime they win, I just nothing can bother me. Nothing can get me angry. Well, maybe Arsenal and Liverpool winning, but other than that, I can't complain, man. See, man, um, you're lucky. I'm glad you had a good week because I, I absolutely did not. Um, Juve, uh, how, like I was expecting how, Juve. How, wait, 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 wait. Let me, let me, let me fucking finish. All right, let me finish. All right, Juve. Not only did Juve lose to our rivals. Let's which see, was expected, which was expected. But we lost Dude. the Udinese, bro. You lost, we just you lost, lost the Udinese. Lost? And, and like, like, like let me, let, let me, let me fucking finish, bro. Like, I, I have, I have um, theories about that, and I don't want to go off on a tangent. Maybe at the end, I might. But it's like, there's so much shit that's wrong with the club, and it's not even, like, bad things to, like... It's not even bad things, really. They're not. Dude, what? You know, Yo, like, like right. we have too many players that play the same fucking position. Like, how many players do we have that's going to be playing the, the Chiesa role? Listen, how many players? We have, listen. like, three or four, and they all start. Like, yeah, the only dude, other, the only other players... Gotta... Listen, let me finish. Let me finish. The only other players on that team that don't fit that role is Rabio and McKinney. Everyone else is bro, the same bro. fucking player. Bro, bro. Stop crying, dude. Just get a new coach. Your coach is outdated. He's really, well, really outdated. Unfortunately, dude. unfortunately, unless he, unless he, no, we could afford it, but un unless he resigns, we're stuck with him for another year because well, the board well, isn't going to sack him. And, um, awesome. Listen, he ain't going we'll anywhere. We'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. We'll yeah, I don't want to take too much of a tangent. Um, I've already took this, too much time. But whatever. We're already um, going on. Let's go. Let's go <laughs> straight into the um, results for match day twenty-five. Uh, twenty-four. Sorry, uh, I went ahead a little bit. Uh, first, we're gonna start with Wolves Brentford that ended two nothing to Brentford. Um, you predicted that I was going to go two one wolves and I predicted a draw. So we both lost there. Um, Dude, I don't even know how that's possible. The fact that wolves didn't even get a goal is insane because you know, they, the way they've been playing the season is crazy. Um, it's really, I think it was unexpected from them this season. Honestly, um, they beat Chelsea, uh, four, two the week before, uh, they lost United. 4-3 in the last minute, but they've been scoring goals, dude. The only other game that they haven't scored a goal was in uh, match day 21 against Brighton. So the fact that they couldn't even get a goal against 
Brentford just shows how good Brentford are. But it's, if you look at the table, Brentford are still in the lower side of the table, man. It's just surprising. Okay. Uh, Fulham, next match, going, going right through these. Fulham uh, got the win against Bournemouth 3-1. You predicted a 2-2 draw, and I had 2-1 Fulham, so I get um, a win there um, on that match. Uh, next match, we got Luton against Sheffield. It's 3-1 Sheffield. Um, you picked 2-0 Luton. I picked 3-0 Luton. So, again, terrible. And you'll see, you'll see a, 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 a theme to these results in our predictions. We did terrible. We did absolutely terrible. We are frauds. We're not. We just, we just had We're a really bad week. We're on fraud watch fraud right watch. now. Um, yes. So, like I said, Sheffield 3-1 against Luton. We both predicted that incorrectly next is forest versus castle it's new uh, castle newcastle three two newcastle you predicted a two two draw i was one nothing forest again we both did Dude. not predict that correctly is is every game with newcastle gonna be an exciting one now it seems like it it seems because they're too good but they play they're like juventus they're they're good but they play like shit they're you know they're unpredictable. Dude. Yeah, they're unpredictable. you you never know what you're gonna get. So next is a uh, Villa versus United. United got the win two one. You predicted three one Villa. I predicted one nothing Villa. Um, again, we did not get this one right. That's just crazy, man. Like the the luck that United have with um, Scott McTominay is insane. I swear, every time they put him on, he'll score a goal, and it's always the same goal too. I bet you. Yeah. Anytime they're losing, they'll bring him on and he'll just score. And he, it's happened in the past, and it's it's just annoying, dude. All <laughs> I can hear, starts, all I can hear in my there. head, all I can hear in my head is McTominay. Oh yeah, that's all yeah. I can hear in my yeah. head. Uh, next match, we got Spurs Brighton. Spurs winning two one. You actually got the score line right, but the opposite result. Yeah, you got you had two um, one, but for Brighton winning. And then yeah. I had a one-one draw, which it it was for the longest time, and then Spurs got it at the end. Um, yeah, so again, we right both point. did not get those correct. Um, next match, it this match just ended like a, a few hours ago. Uh, Chelsea Palace, Chelsea uh, winning three-one. Uh, we both didn't get it right again. Uh, we both had Palace winning. You had three-zero. I had two-zero. You know what? That makes me happy. It makes me happy that um, Chelsea won. It makes you Why? happy. It makes yes, you happy. Makes I happy. think that would it have made you. I think that would have made you. No. Um, a, a little bit nervous considering you're facing them next. And and and. No. This is not just one win. Like they've had the, like earlier in the week or last week, um, they destroyed their opponent in the cup. I can't remember who they played in the yeah, cup. Yeah, yeah. But Jeez. but they look, it look, was like look, four look. nil. So dude, they're playing really dude. good football. All right, listen. Listen, there's a pattern to Chelsea, okay? They'll win two games, three games in a row, and then they'll lose the next one. And right now, they've lo- they won two in a row. Um, Well, two, well, one, technically, because uh, the other one was in the FA Cup. But they play City next. I will, we'll see what continues. happens. We have to see what happens. Listen. I feel like you should be more nervous than, you, than you're letting on. Um, but on, anyways, we got, we got the brown back. We got the brown back. Anyways, no we're heading into the big, the three big matches of the week. Um, first is speak of the devil man city. 
they faced Everton, which they handled business to nothing. Um, Holland no, no, no. with two goals, no. scored a brace. Okay, but we got to talk about it, dude. I know that's I, it I'm, wasn't listen. Wasn't that e- no, listen. I know, but I'm just saying, bro. I'm just saying, you know, I'm already getting. All right, this is the thing, right? When I saw the lineup right away, I was kind of salty, go. dude. I was kind of pissed. Here we go, dude. What is Pep's obsession with Alvarez, dude? It, it got to the point where he dropped um, De Bruyne. Well, you know what? It got to the point where he put Foden, who scored a hat trick against Brentford, playing in the middle. He dropped Foden and put him as a winger again, dude. I don't know what I don't know what Alvarez has done to Pep. I I, I don't know if he has his nudes. What? I don't know what it is, <laughs> bro. What if what if I'm this is you, man? This this guy just keeps getting in the in the lineup, dude. Watch. I'll tell you something. This man will probably play on Tuesday. He probably will against. Uh, yeah, he yeah, probably exactly, will, dude. Like. I don't know what the issue is there, but but let me how just say, is this an issue? Can... How is this? It's, you keep winning doing? games. You you're th- yeah, you're but, thinking of it the completely but, wrong okay. way, though. You're thinking of it the completely dude, wrong way. Dude, you're you're you no. want your your what main happened? people to, to to play, but the thing is, they are saving their legs. They're not playing the ninety minutes for who? They're playing, dude. They're playing Tuesday. They're playing against Copenhagen on Tuesday. It tomorrow. doesn't matter. It doesn't the matter. Thing is, it Everything is matter. so congested. Everton, Everything is so congested Everton, with their scheduling. Yes. So they have to rest their players. But De Bruyne, as soon as he came on, everyone. It's like it's like he just gives confidence to everyone. It's 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 hard to explain, but as soon as he came on, you could just see the team. And it's not that they they started playing better, it's just the way they were holding on to the ball, the way they were defending, it was just more just confidence all around. Everyone just felt more confident. And honestly, that's that's the thing with De Bruyne. I feel like De Bruyne has brought the confidence back ever since he came back. I mean, if you look at the game against Newcastle where City won last minute, do you think City would have won if it wasn't for De Bruyne? No. No. I don't even think they would have scored another goal if it wasn't for De Bruyne. See, this so is just... where this is where you and me differ because you see City and you see the bad parts of City. Whereas I see City, I'm like, no one's going to okay. fucking touch them. But, Maybe but unless does, they're playing Liverpool. Unless they're playing yeah. Liverpool, no one's going to touch them. Okay. But what does Alvarez, what does Alvarez bring but to again, City right now? But again, again, why does that what matter? Does you guys won 2 nothing. Yes, it matters because we won 2 nothing after De Bruyne came on. What you're you're trying, you're, you're trying to be perfect. You're trying. For, no, you want you know them what? to be. That's why. Not, that's what this no, is. Not, yes. Yes. No. No, dude. Yes. It's not about being perfect. It's not mm-hmm. about being perfect. But why is it that Alvarez should be playing in the middle over Foden at least? At least explain me that because Alvarez, he shouldn't be playing in the middle. The way Foden's been playing. Can, can I ask you a serious question? Of course. If Man City wins the league and they win. The Champions League, and Alvarez plays in every and starts in every single game from now until the end of the season. Will it? Will, will you care if you win the league and the Champions League again this year, dude? That's a trick question, man. That is not a trick question. That's an that's easy a... yes or no answer question. It, the, my at your answer day, should be no. It doesn't matter because at the end of the day, your no, club is still winning everything. But but it doesn't matter, right? But you got to understand why is Okay, answer me. Why should Alvarez play in the middle over Foden when Foden's been playing better in the middle? 
I already gave you an answer. What, there, there's multiple answers. It could be Pep trying to rest his players for other games. It could be Pep Alvarez, trying to trying Alvarez to grow the confidence of his other players, trying to but grow, grow the, the prem the prem. Yeah, but what I, if he has the fitness? What if what if it is that he's just straight up performing better in training than everyone else? What if it comes down to that? We wouldn't really know. You know what? You know, you're right. Maybe maybe because he is getting ahead of Grealish as well. You know, Doku's getting ahead of Grealish, and, you know, there have been some rumors of Grealish about him leaving training last week. I mean, you uh, gotta... he was left out of the, the lineup. You gotta, you gotta, know. you gotta, you gotta think about it, dude. Um, all these players you're questioning are getting older. They are They're getting, getting older. older. The Bruyne, oh, yeah, you know what? And also, the Bruyne just came back from an injury, so maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe... True. Maybe hopefully that's it. But and De Bruyne is, you know, is now, somewhat injury prone. Like okay. every, it feels like but every I'll, season he's injured for, for a good part of the season. But listen, if you're if you're Pep, let me ask you this then. If you're Pep and it's the Champions League final and all your players are fit, because all the players were fit last week, all of them for well, this match day, would you start Foden or Alvarez in the middle? My whole thing is my whole thing is um, if I were Pep, knowing that who I have in the back line, uh, knowing who I have in goal, um, it doesn't matter who I start because I know their their defense is going to give them the best chance Good. to win the game. Our defense has been horrible this year. Not lately. This season, defense has been horrible. Not lately. But um, if you think about we'll it, let, let's say let's say if you if you start Alvarez and it's nil nil. By halftime. No, you know what? You know what? It's wait, wait, wait. Let me finish. If it's nil nil by halftime, I would rather have that super sub, KDB, come off the bench and change everything. It's just like Juventus and Chiesa. he started. He started today, and I think that was part of the reason why they lost, because they they started Chiesa and they started Wea when they've been coming off the bench, and I feel like if they came off the bench today. They would have had a better shot because their better players would have been on the field later on the game when everyone was tired. And no, you're right. That's I think, what I, I feel think, like I, City I think, is doing. No, you're right. I think, like I said, I think De Bruyne just gave that confidence when he came onto the pitch. But you know what? Last thing on this game, I want to say the worst player on the pitch wasn't Alvarez. The worst player on the pitch was Nunes, Mateus Nunes. Dude, I have never seen a midfielder play for Manchester City and play this bad. Mm, maybe Calvin Phillips, but this was this was worse, a hundred percent worse. This guy, man, he can't pass the ball. Well, in this game, other <laughs> games he's played good. He's just he can't he's, pass he's the just, ball. He was just doing too much. He was doing too too many things, and they didn't work out. He kept trying to just run through players it doesn't work like that man sometimes you have to pass the ball that, that's something he has to learn at manchester city man is that it's not about what you can do but it's about how you can help the team you know um those little passes that that extra pass you don't just run through all the players look at Grealish at austin villa he was running through players and scoring goals but now at city he's more hold the ball get a foul and that's basically it but nunez here was just horrible that day, man. Horrible. I mean, he's still young. Um, you can say he's a little bit green still, 
um, this being the biggest club he's ever been on, um, playing alongside like world class players. Um, I feel like yeah. that he'll he'll grow into his role again. I think it was one of those things where like Pep just wants to put like rotate his squad so that way they can get some confidence in their younger players, and I think that will help them out in the long run because. When it comes to those big moments, like say if someone goes down with injury or someone's unavailable uh, with like too many yellow cards or whatever, um, I feel like that will help them out in the long run in the big moments. And that's right. that's pretty much the, the last thing I have to say about Man City. Right, yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's Ready to move, move on? To the next one. Uh, yeah. Next match Liverpool against Burnley. They handle businesses 3 1. For Liverpool, you know you, what? You, you said what? It, you said it was four nothing Liverpool. I said it was three three draw. So you got the win on this one. <clears throat> you know what? I I think I'm very disappointed with Burnley with company. Well, no, sorry, Com- it's not even company's fault. I think it's the players he has. Man, they just they just can't do what he wants them to do. He's I don't know. It was very frustrating. Every time I see Burnley play, it's just frustrating because last season, the way they won the uh, the championship uh, with 100 points, you would think they'd be somewhere in the middle this season. But they just can't defend, man. They just can't defend at all. Those goals, especially the second goal, Burnley were crying to the ref that there was a foul leading up to the goal. But in my opinion, that wasn't a foul. My thing with with uh no I I wasn't watching this match at all. Um, what you call it? The the one thing that I I want to say about Burnley is like they're almost kind of like in that purgatory of teams that are doomed to just go up and get go down, go up and go down, go up and go down. Like Norwich, you remember how like Norwich over the past like ten years they've oh, been yeah. up and down, up and down every other season. It's like they're the same in the same boat. So, I mean, right. if they can survive this season, which I, I don't know where they are on the table. Um, let they me... are... They're currently 19th. They are... Oh, yeah, they're definitely getting relegated, man. <laughs> they're... Uh, oh, they're... Seven points behind... Oh, no, sorry. Six points behind Everton. Yeah. No, you're right. Seven. Seven behind... Yeah. Oh, seven behind Luton. Yeah, they're definitely getting relegated. I don't. I mean, there's still time. There's still time. Who knows? They can go on a run. Don't think so. But I mean, again, like I said, that they're it's it's the goals that they're conceding, man. It's too easy to score against uh, Burnley. Maybe they just don't have Premier League talent. But no, no, no. The thing is, it's not even the defense's fault. Like entirely their fault, right? Because uh, I believe their strikers Fofana. Let me see Fofana because he missed two one-on-ones against uh, Allison, and he, mind you, he missed those two before Liverpool scored the third goal. So, if he had scored, the game would have been tied, and who knows what would happen then. But yeah, he was just again. It's like they just can't do anything. The company's telling you it's not his fault that they can't score. Right? The guy had. <laughs> two one-on-ones you know what i mean yeah it's just annoying man i i hate seeing burnley play every time i see it it's just annoying 
for a man that supports City, you you get annoyed with other fucking teams. It's it's fucking insane Dude, because it's, how you get annoyed with I other hate, teams and how they play. I hate I hate how shitty they are when it comes to defending, man. Especially for the striker to miss two one on ones. It's just. Dude, oh, this is this is the perfect segue. It's it's the perfect segue. Speaking of shitty defending, we'll go to our last match of the weekend. It's Arsenal West Ham, where Arsenal absolutely mollywopped West Ham six nil. We both had West Ham winning, so we didn't get this fucking one right. Um, I swear, we jinxed. We jinxed. Yeah, we really did. We really did. We really did. Um, hopefully next week it will be better. But um, do you want to talk about this game at all? Because I feel like there's nothing to be said. West Ham is just in shambles. Like, what happened? No. They started out the season so well, and, like, what happened? What happened? Well, I think they're running out of steam. No. It's it's complete bullshit, dude. The, the way they, they, they played that day was, like... The first goal was what a set piece. I, th- I think first like two two goals were set pieces. But my thing is, okay, mind you, I went shopping yesterday uh, during the first half. So before I left the house, it was still zero zero. It was minute. I think it was minute thirty because I remember right when they scored the first goal. That's when I left the house. I got to a uh, market basket and I open up my phone to see it's 4-0. How do you concede four goals? They conceded four goals in 10 minutes, man. That's that's crazy. Um, I didn't four see that goals. one coming. I, I mean, if you told me the Arsenal won, I'd be like, okay, expected, expected. Dude. That's, but that's six pathetic, man. nil. That's yeah, that's that's like at, at that point, like you you lost the locker room, bro. And, and the thing is, and the thing is, I can't even say if Arsenal were good or if West Ham were just shit. You know what I mean? Like I just can't, I can't tell you. I, I no, the, because, I, you could you could it, tell them it, it's Arsenal. It's it's West Ham being shit. It's not Arsenal being no, good because, because I feel no, like you can put any team. Past. You can put United. You could put United. You could put United up against West Ham, and they still probably win four nothing with the way they played. So you think? So you think it's just West Ham being shit? It's just West Ham being shit, and it's not like they don't have good players. I think it's time for a coaching change. I think it's time yeah, for a coaching change. Definitely. Like West I Ham, I mean, last player. year, last year they they won what uh, the Europa the Conference League, the Conference League, Conference League, baby. Uh, yeah, man. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, didn't they win the, the European title? Europa? Yeah, that is the European title. Yeah, the Europa. It's the Champions League, Europa League, and then the Conference League. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Conference League. This guy. I still don't know what the fuck you're saying, but okay, whatever. Um, but like, <laughs> like they they they're still not that bad of a squad. It's just I don't know. They have no leaders. Uh, Declan Rice leaving was probably like their last no. leader. Well, the thing is, they already beat Arsenal twice this season. That's the thing. That's why. That's why I was so surprised to see. Yeah, early in the season, six zero. Early in the season, because yeah, everything was well. They're still on a high from from winning the title. You know, winning winning a cup. Um, but now it clearly isn't the case. 
and right. they've they're staring down the barrel right now. They're lucky that they were they got off to a hot start because the way they're playing, they should be relegated, and they're they're going to be lucky not to be relegated because of their hot start. You well, know, we'll see, we'll see what happens with West Ham. It's just like you you lose to fucking Sheffield. I know, I know. Ah, but. You know, like I said at the beginning, this weekend was good because oh, they, City they drew against Sheffield. My bad, sorry. I was saying this this weekend was good just because Manchester City won, but it just pisses me off at how like these these teams are just basically they they just show up against these other teams like like Everton against against us like they sat back the whole game. They were time wasting, and then you got these other teams who were just giving away the goals for Liverpool and Arsenal to score. It's fucking annoying. But man. here's the thing: I don't understand why you're still mad at Everton because Everton conceded early in the second half, dude. They conceded early in the second I, half. Listen, listen. So I mean, like you were it's, ahead for the majority of the game. It's it's the time wasting, man. Well, no, there was no. It was minute mm-hmm. seventy, I think. Minute seventy. 70 first goal went in. Oh, uh, yeah. It's in you're the right. past, dude. You're right. You're in right. Um, in the past. All that matters is that we won. True. True. That's all that matters. Um, and all right. that matters right now is our prediction table. Okay. This is, if you like, obviously, this is only a second episode, but um, this is the first time we're going to unveil a prediction table. Um, the way it's going to work every time we get a correct prediction, we get three points, just like if you win in the game of football, you get three points. Um, if And that includes if you predict a draw. If you predict a, a draw and the match turning out as a draw, then that, that counts as a win in our table. Um, match draw. So if you predict a win um, and the, the team draws, then that's one point as it's a draw. And then obviously the wrong predictions are no points, um, just like how it is in a normal football table. Um, So right now the standings, we both are sitting at two wins and eight losses. We have six points each. That's an embarrassment just like West Ham. (laughs) Hey. Hey. Um, it is what it is, but again, it's only the first the first week. Match day twenty four. Hopefully, we could turn around match day twenty five, or you know, hopefully, in my case, you know, you will continue your slump, and I will turn it around in match day twenty five. Um, but at the end of the season, we will have a, a forfeit that is going to be determined um, at some point. Uh, I think we discussed something about donating to a certain charity um, on top of that. Um, but yeah, we can definitely figure out uh, a forfeit. And if you're listening um, and would like to uh, give us a suggestion. You know what? Can, I, can, I, can I just say, can I, can I say a suggestion? What? Just one. I want to see Joey. Uh, you know, we, we want to do penalty kicks, and I want to see Joey kick uh, with a, a dress, a pink dress. 
I mean, that's fine. I, I, I have no problem with that. You know, I have right. no problem. That that could be that could be that could. Well, I'm not saying that that's the forfeit. I'm just saying that's a possibility. We have yeah, to determine yeah, what this exactly. forfeit is. It has to be a fair forfeit. We both have to like agree on the forfeit. So, um, but anyways, like scoring a scoring a penalty in a dress is like a video idea. That's not necessarily a forfeit. You know. So in front of people. Yeah, I, don't, I honestly don't care. What the fuck. Um, okay. Anyways. Um, so yeah, like I said, at the end of the season, we are going to um, have a, someone's going to have to do a forfeit. Um, that is to be determined. Um, we'll see who it is. We'll see who it is. It's only the first week. So um, we have a long rest of the season to go. And by long, I mean, relatively short. Um, but yeah. Um, right. You ready to go into match day twenty-five? Yes, sir. Let's. All let's right. Move along. First match on the slate: Newcastle, Bournemouth. What's your thoughts? We go for Newcastle three-one. Newcastle three-one. I'm gonna go Newcastle three-two. Mm. Like you said, Newcastle likes to, always seems to like have crazy matches, and I think it's they, they I think they're gonna keep keep that trend going. They're gonna they're gonna pull it out, but it's gonna be three uh, two, Newcastle. Next, we got Fulham and Villa. Fulham Aston Villa. So, so Fulham two one. Fulham two one. Thank. I think they'll continue the streak. They beat um, Bournemouth. So I think they'll... And Austin Villa just came from a loss. I'm going to go Fulham 2-0. I feel like they're they're going to run off the high of their win. Um, they're going to win... Uh, and Villa hasn't really been playing that well. So... Um, yeah. We'll say they're uh, 2-0. Um, right. Nottingham Forest versus West Ham... All right, um, as pathetic as West Ham were <laughs> yesterday, I'm going to say West Ham's going to win here uh, 3-0. West Ham 3-0, huh? Um, I will have to disagree with you. I feel like Boris is playing better than what their um, position on the table is. Yeah, they're 16th, but I feel like they will pull it out against West Ham, and they will win... Uh, one nothing. Uh, next is Spurs and Wolves. I think I know this where this is, is going. Get the, yeah, uh, I think Spurs get the win, especially with Son being back officially. I know he came off the bench of the game. I think he'll he'll definitely help them get the two zero win against Wolves. I will agree with you. I think it is going to be two zero Spurs as well. Next is Sheffield versus Brighton. I say Brighton take the win. 3-1. Brighton 3-1. I think this is going to be a draw. I think we're gonna, it's going to be 1-1. 1-1. One, one. One, one. Uh, Luton versus United. I think Luton will surprise United. I'm not saying they're going to win. I'm going to go for a 2-2. 
Two draw. Two two. I think it's a two nil United. Everton versus Crystal Palace. Mm, zero zero. <laughs> I don't see both of them scoring. So. Zero zero. <laughs> zero zero. Yeah, Everton just doesn't want to score, man. They uh they like to sit back. Oh, I, bunch of I, I I got Palace one nothing. I hope I hope Everton get relegated. Because honestly, really do, honestly, Palace didn't play that bad today for a good part of the match. Um, it wasn't until the end. At the end. It wasn't until after Chelsea scored the first goal where they were like, "Oh shit!" Um, can I can I say can I say um, the last goal that Chelsea scored? Um, the way that Fernandez set down uh, the defender, it just reminded me of you defending in FIFA, man. Oh, shut the fuck up, dude! <laughs> shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> next is uh Brentford Liverpool. What is your uh prediction? Brentford is winning 2 1. He said, Say it with your chest 2 1 to Brentford is what you predicted. I say, No fucking chance. Liverpool 2 0. It's not even going to be close. They're going to, they're going to, you know, bend them over the fucking table. Here we go again. Here we go again. And so now it's Burnley Arsenal. Burnley, in my opinion, defend worse than West Ham. So I expect <laughs> these losers to lose. I, it wouldn't shock me if they lost 7 0. Let's say Arsenal 7-0. You're gonna put 7-0. Yeah, 7-0. That's how confident I am uh, on Burnley's shitty defending, man. No, I I think I, I know Arsenal, there's no way in, in hell Arsenal's gonna lose this match. But uh, it's going to be 3 1. 3 1 Arsenal. Right. And the big match of the weekend, oh, at least for you. Big match. Man City yes. versus well, Chelsea. Actually, yeah. You know what? I'm going to go with a big Manchester City win. Now that we have the Bruin back, I feel confident. I think. I, I just I don't see any team beating us. Oh, I hope I did not jinx myself here. But uh, I'm going to go with a. Uh, Man City 2 0. My man swallowed his mic with that prediction, but uh, I agree with you. I also think it's going to be Man City, and I think it's going to be 3 1. I think Pep's going to be fucking pissed that he didn't keep the clean sheet, but I still think they're going to handle Chelsea, even though Chelsea yeah. is playing well right now. They're playing really well right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I wouldn't say they're playing really well, but they're but playing well. Their last yeah, two matches. Well. Their last two matches, they played really they're well. They're very, they're very chaotic. That's what it is. Very chaotic. Okay. So that's yeah, it. man. That's that that is the table. Um, oh, that is the predictions for this upcoming week, match day twenty five in the Premier League. Um, now we're gonna move. To our next topic, which is FIFA announcing that they are going to try and implement a trial for blue cards. Um, what are your initial thoughts on that, my friend? You want to know what I thought when I when I read it the first time? Well, why the fuck would we need it? Why? What what good is that gonna do? It, 
So players are basically going to be afraid to do anything. I think that's the point. Well, yeah, but that's going to make the sport be... Dude, this is a contact sport, man. Well, it's not... Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's not going to be for, like, fouls. It's a sin. It's a sin bin card, so it's going to be right, like so descent. You can't go to the referee, you can't yell yeah. at the referee. You so can't, that yeah, that's you pretty can't. much what this is. This is coming from but, is descent because no. like like they they've already they already have us implemented in the very lower leagues, like, why, like the young the younger why, players and whatnot. Right, right. Um, but listen, why why are they protecting the referees? Because let me tell you, the referees this season have been horrible and. Basically, all the leagues, they've been horrible, especially the Premier League. I'm not going to argue with, with Mar, that. Everything, they've been horrible. So now you're telling the players you can't protest against the decisions that are being made. That That's just unfair, man. How How they're, is it possible? That they're not saying they can't. They're just saying there's consequences for that well, shit. No. Well, the, exactly. That, that's the thing, but, which is basically... Don't don't say anything, or else you're gonna be kicked out for ten minutes. The way I see it, because... the way I see it is if I, if I get a blue card and sent off for ten minutes, like say say I'm an attacker and I get sent off for ten um, for ten minutes, that does absolutely nothing for my team besides not being able to attack. Right, and for ten minutes, that other team will have the chance to, you know, make more of it. Obviously, you guys are going to go into defensive mode. And think about it, right? Goalkeepers apparently would not be exempt from blue cards. So so, so here's the thing. If, here's... Ederson, if Ederson yells at the referee or says something to another player, he's going to be forced out for 10 minutes. I don't think, I don't, I don't think that's... Well, here's the thing. It's nothing set in stone. Nothing set in stone. This is just like they're talking about it. And I have a quote from the article from ESPN. Um, It says, um, here we go. FIFA wishes to clarify that reports of so-called blue cards at elite levels of football are incorrect and premature. Any such trials, if implemented, should be limited to testing in a responsible manner at lower levels. Um, It also goes into saying that um, there's no, like, set, like there's no like rule set for so, that. So 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 I'll be honest with you. I think FIFA are saying that after everyone basically shit on it. Well, it's not even FIFA. It's not even FIFA. It's IFAB. It's the International yeah, Football IFAB, Association Board. Yeah. You know, so it's not even FIFA think, coming think, out with this shit. Yeah, FIFA doesn't. Right. By the way, it sounds I, FIFA doesn't even want this. Yeah. Well, International Football Association Board. I think they're saying this because of all the all the all the shit they got from it. I mean, no one wants it, dude. No one. I haven't heard a single person say that's going to be good for the sport. I Maybe see. I see. It, it works. It works with the kids because then you yeah, you the, you keep yeah, them the from you keep them from from like you know talking back to the referees because like you know as a kid even as no, like I'm, a teenager up to like high school and shit like that you definitely don't need to be like giving any dissent to like any referees or anything no, like that. And the thing is and the thing is too, it teaches discipline, you know. Um mm-hmm. because I, I, I forgot who said it, but there was a I was I was listening to a, a footballer talk and he said that you know if he didn't have discipline he wouldn't have made it as a pro. And that's I think that's the thing. Like that's what they're they're trying to do 
with the younger kids, and that's fine. But they should not even think about putting it again in, in the pro leagues. Well, regardless of what we think should or should not happen, um, they're going to discuss it at the AGM at uh, March 1st. They're going to bring it back right. up. Uh, I don't think it's going to see the light of day, not anytime soon. Uh, apparently, they were already try- trying this out um at like the like the lower levels um since 2019 um so again i i'm not a person who believes this is a good thing for football i it's like it's like yeah. the pitching clock in baseball it's like you're kind of changing the sport in a way that you don't need to change it you know right i do see where it is but like from what they they're saying it's it's in a professional manner, that's not, it's not, it's not it, bro. It's not going to work. Yeah. So. Well, I think that leads us to our next topic, which is um, apparently there's some VAR changes coming uh, in next season, potentially. Yes. Uh, so, so you heard about it. Yes. So the Prem is looking to implement um, the VAR changes that they've already implemented as a trial in Mexico and Portugal, um, they apparently been doing it for the last 12 months um, where the referees will have microphones to announce their decisions of the VAR. Um, so is that, is that, is that going to be like, like, like how they do it in the NFL? It's like, it's like how they do it in the NFL and the NHL. It's going to be the exact same way. They're going to, um, They're going to have a microphone where they're going to turn on and off, and then they're going to be able to talk to the crowd. Um, that that's, that's pretty much tiptoeing. Yeah, yes, but no. It's like a lateral move. It's tiptoeing um, around the actual problem with VAR and the fact that it's, one, there's always VAR checks. Always. It's constantly happening for every little fucking thing. Every little fucking thing. You're yeah. you're you're one yeah, toe but... offside. Fucking, they're gonna VAR check in and you're offside. Oh, you know? you know what? Now that you mention that, now that you mention, I think that's BS, man. They should definitely get rid of that. Like you're wasting you're wasting five minutes to see if someone's toe is onside or offside. Just give the fucking goal at that point, man. Like why why are you wasting five minutes of everyone's time because someone's toe is offside? My thing, if if it's like if it's like a clear, clear cut, like half a foot offsides. Yeah, call it. If it's a toe or an elbow, like that's so like that's so very little margin to call an right. offsides. Like that's ridiculous. You're wasting No, and the thing is, right? It's fine you call it offside, but the fact that VAR is taking 5 minutes to check if someone's toe is onside or offside, that's the most annoying part is just give it on like right away if you see that it's close that it's super super close just give the goal instead of wasting five minutes of the match and then to bring up um like a couple weeks ago it was chelsea liverpool there were definitely two moments where chelsea should have had penalties and the var didn't even fucking didn't give it yeah yeah and you know i don't want to say conspiracy theories so i'm gonna keep my mouth shut but (laughs) But but yeah, like yeah. It, like it's so inconsistent. I was looking at ESPN today, and like there were so many articles about VAR, like just over the past week, well, just over well, the past many, week. How many times? How many times has the Premier League uh, referees um, 
the how how many times have they apologized to uh the teams after uh after there was a, a, a bad decision? It's been multiple times this season already where where they have to come out and say, Oh, you know, we apologize. And I think they did it to Arsenal and then Arsenal, because they're a bunch of crybabies, decided to put out a statement, which I don't know what the fuck the point was. It's like, what did they get from doing that? You know what I mean? Like, it, you're not the only team that that uh, VAR fucked over, but that's that's just, I don't know, man. Just too many mistakes and too many time uh, uh, wasted. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the fuck we have to have to do. Sorry. is like by... For whatever reason, I keep getting like hiccups while we do the podcast. Like I'm not, I haven't hiccup all day, but like it already happened three times while we were recording. Um, but uh, I don't know what we have to do to change this. I mean, I feel like it, VAR isn't killing our game, but it's definitely like being too big of a part. Yeah, I think so. Like uh, VAR some, should be oh, used sparingly. Here's the thing. So here's the thing, right? I'm. As a city fan, I'm traumatized uh, from VAR. Um, a couple of years ago, when Manchester City played um, Spurs in the Champions League uh, quarterfinals, Sterling scored a goal in the last minute, and everyone celebrated like crazy. And I remember Pep celebrating like crazy. Everyone, the stadium went wild. I was actually at work. I started running at work. That's how crazy it got. And uh, turns out, I think it was Sterling or Aguero. One of them was offside. Sterling scored the goal, but I, I forget. I think Aguero might have given him the pass. One of them was offside. And that was when VAR was like basically brand new to the Premier League. So ever since that day, and ever since we've been using VAR more, I'm a bit cautious when it comes to celebrating a goal. I don't know, you know what I mean, but like for example, the Champions League final, when Rodri scored, I celebrated like crazy, but it didn't really last too long because then I was telling my wife, I said, "Wait, they might, they might say someone was offside here, they might, you know, some bullshit. They always, they always go back and find something. So it's just I feel like it's taking, it's taking the emotion out of it. So, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah." Thank you for coming to your TED talk, by the way. Um, All right. All uh, right. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, um, this is my story. <laughs> I feel like, <laughs> I feel like um, they definitely have to do something with VAR, and they have to do something more than just allowing the the refs to explain why they came to that decision, like to the stadium. Um, I feel like that still it doesn't solve the problem. It just it's a lateral move. Um, yeah, but at least at least at least everyone in the stadium will know why. And yeah. I, and but that's right, not going to change the different. That's not going to change the fact that if okay. you score a goal and they they var it, but and they they overturn it for the wrong reason. Yeah, that's still not no, going to change that. And that's what right. I'm getting at. It was like they have to but, use var to get the decisions correct. Not but to you know fucking what? get it wrong. That's the whole point of VAR. No, but you know what? Um, on the bright side, the referees won't be able to hide because uh, the referees usually hide behind um, the assistant referees because, you know, no one knows why they made that decision. 
only only they know because you know they're communicating but uh, now now they'll be able to hide there. behind the rule book because nothing will stop them from going finding a rule and saying oh this is why we yeah. we yeah. came to this decision so either way you're around yeah. it they're still going to be able to hide one way or another so um yeah but yeah I'm done with VAR. Right. I feel like I feel like that's a that's a topic that we have to bring back uh, bring back up at a different time. Um, It'll definitely come back up, and and you know what? I have a feeling it's going to come up in uh, some big matches. I think actually we already had one. Um, City versus Liverpool. Uh, Kanji scored from uh, corner. Yeah, but that's that's yeah, league. That's league, foul. bro. But that that's league. I'm talking about. Like it has to be a big, like a World Cup match, big, in order to um, for anything to happen in terms of changing VAR. Like that's the that's the yeah, only thing that's yeah. that's the only way anything's gonna change. But World Cup final, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Uh, this upcoming week we have the first leg of the Champions League round of sixteen. Um, we'll start off with your team, Mad City. They play Copenhagen tomorrow. Oh, man, I wanted to start with Juve. Who are they playing? Oh, shut the fuck up! All right, listen, listen. <laughs> you, you, you better, you better count your chickens because when we get back in the Champions League next year, we're gonna go all in, bro. Oh, I'm sure, bro. We're gonna go all by in, to, and uh, by all in, I mean we're gonna be be out in the fucking second round. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say by uh, by losing to the 15, losing to like um uh, to the young boys or something 15. like that shit. <laughs> well, tomorrow's gonna be a tough game. I don't care what anyone says. I, it's gonna be a tough game tomorrow. Um, Copenhagen are super unpredictable, and on top of that, you know what? Maybe this this is better for us, but they haven't played since December. <laughs> Either we're gonna be sharper, or you know they're going to benefit from not playing since december we'll see we'll see tomorrow super unpredictable i think it's going to be really really unpredictable is but it is, is it here boys, or is it is it um at the etihad or no. is it in Copenhagen? no it's no it's it's over there uh it's over there so it's going to be it's going to be wild so that's match and one of two that is going to be on for tomorrow in the champions league um the second match tomorrow is going to be rb Leipzig. Versus Real Madrid, and that like just like almost every game on this list, like it's a pretty hella one sided. Like Real Madrid should should you know be able to hand, like should. handle yes. Leipzig, no. but at I the think... same time, at the same time, I said the same thing when we faced them and we got wiped off the floor uh, with them. No, I think, I think. Vinicius Jr. right now is probably the best player in the world. I was about to say the same damn thing. I, I'm He's not playing really kidding, well. And, and, and you know what? I've always, for a while now, I've always said I would take Vinny over Mbappe. Just you because, know... in my opinion, in my opinion, Vinny's faster. He His dribbling is better. His finishing, mm, that's where maybe Mbappe beats him, but it's not by much because he's he's definitely gotten better at finishing now. And you know, obviously the, the, the guy's creating like crazy. You know who Vinny Jr. reminds me of? Who? And I, I hope this hits you like a ton of bricks. This this dude reminds me of a mixture of Mbappe and Balotelli, bro. Yo. 
Listen, Palotelli, like he the wasn't best a crybaby of like Vinny. both worlds. Well, I mean, that's just being Brazilian. They all they're all crybabies. <laughs> so I mean, like, they're stop me, stop me, stop me when I'm telling lies here, okay? Because I've never, I've they're never listening. seen. Well, you know what? I've never it. seen yeah, you're right. you're besides right. Pele. Right. Besides right. Pele, Pele would have to be the only no, one. Right. But that you're was right. so long ago. You got Richardson, cry baby. You got Neymar, big cry baby. Yep, you're right. You're right. But you know what? Tomorrow, I think it's going to be a tough game for Madrid. Why? Well, uh, turns out Bellingham is injured. Turns out Bellingham is injured, my friend. He's out for a couple of weeks. And I think RB Leipzig playing at home are definitely going to uh, give Madrid a, a tough game. So we can give unofficial um, predictions. Um, I think Man City's going to... Shit, again, again, with the fucking hiccups. Um, I think Man City's going to win. They're going to win. It doesn't really matter. I'll, I'm going to say 2-1. Or let's go 2-0. 2 Let's go 2-0. I'm going to say 3-0, City. Okay. Um, for RB Leipzig, Madrid... <sighs> Like I said, I think RB Leipzig will make it difficult for Madrid, but I still back Madrid to win 2-1. Oh, I think it's going to be Madrid 3-0. Really? Yeah. Um, well, we'll see. We'll see, we'll see tomorrow. Um, how nice! how nice! how nice would it be for RB Leipzig to knock Madrid out this early? Well, again, this is just leg one. We also have a second no, leg. I know. So. I know. No, obviously, um, yeah, but I'm saying, but yeah, like, no, that over both like it. This also won't be. This also team. won't be the first time they've done it, too. Like, the, well, not ne not necessarily Madrid, but like they've gone against fucking giants and they beat them. You yeah. know, yeah. so it won't be the first time, and it probably is not going to be the last time. So, right, right. Um, next, the next set of matches are on Valentine's Day. We have PSG versus Real Sociedad. That's gonna be easy. PSG, definitely PSG. PSG four zero. You think four zero? I think it's gonna be two zero. Yeah. Again, I'm not keeping track of this score because this this doesn't really mean anything yeah, to me right now. Right. Um, but I, I again, I PSG. Even though they're not the best team, they're still a decent team, decent enough to like handle up until they get right. to the quarters. At least, yeah. So, yeah, I, don't, I just don't see them. I just don't see them doing anything against PSG. Uh, next match: Lazio versus Bayern again on Valentine's Day. Mm. Uh, let me check the city out table. Let me see how their results have been. Uh, the thing is with Bayern, it's difficult because one one day they'll play good and then. You saw what happened against Leverkusen. I'm gonna say uh, Bayern win uh, 1-0. Yeah, I'll have to say the same. Only because I don't know. I re haven't really been following Bayern much. Um, the only thing I know about Bayern, obviously, is that they're not in first place and they have fucking um, Harry Kane. So, um, no, that's the only thing I know about they're Bayern. Playing, they're playing. Um, Duchel ball, which is the worst type of ball. It's just horrible, man. Watching Bayern play is horrible. 
<laughs> Watching the Bundesliga in general is horrible. I'm just saying. That too. <laughs> thank God. Uh, thank, no, but thank God for Leverkusen making it somewhat um, enjoyable. Because last just, season Dortmund had the chance, but... Yeah, but, they you know, fucking Bellingham folded. Decided, uh, yeah, Bellingham decided to sit down that match. Didn't want to get injured from Madrid. Wow. What an... Yo. This is why I can't respect Bellingham, man. The it's biggest like, um, game of your team's history... And you decide not to play because you're you're going off to Madrid. It's uh, this is like um, how Martin Gladbach was a couple of years ago. Like they were up there when they had Chicharito and shit. Oh, yeah. They were up there yeah. and they were they were they were fighting. They were fighting and then they they fell off. I feel like it's gonna be the same thing. Um, but who knows? Uh, next match. Knows? Next match. PSV versus Dortmund. That's on That's... February twentieth. Yep, it's next Tuesday. Inter, oh yeah, uh, PSV versus Dortmund. Yeah, that's gonna be uh, a close match, in my opinion. No, I think Dortmund <clears throat> edge two one. I do give Dortmund Man, the edge in that one too. Listen to this one: Inter versus Atletico. We're gonna be seeing the best two defenses play against each other. That's gonna be wild, <laughs> in a boring <laughs> way. Yeah, as uh, much. As much as this pains me to say, no I don't. Way. I don't want to say this, but I. I feel like their their attacking is gonna be superior to Atletico's defense. I feel like in Serie A, defense is like the main priority, whereas yeah. everywhere else in the world, it's it's more midfield. And I feel like that's going to yeah. show when Inter had not only do they have the best defense, like one of the best defense in the Serie A, they also have one of the best um, midfields and they have the best attack. Yeah. So no, I, I think they're going to overpower Atletico. I think it's it's going to be one nothing. I do think it's going to be a boring mm-hmm. game, but the, it's not going to be like, oh, they're going to win it at the end. No, they're going to they're going to be decisive. And then that's right. it. Well, next match is FC Porto versus Arsenal. This is my wild card Arsenal. match. This is my wild card match. I no, I see. I see Arsenal. Well, yeah. Is I it Arsenal at Arsenal? Winning. It's, it's going to be. Uh, or is no, it in Porto? Porto. Yeah, I, I, Porto. or Arsenal's laying an egg. I say two nil Porto. Really? Yep. But the thing is, Porto is probably going to be more physical mm-hmm. than um, than Arsenal. You just gotta think that stadium, bro. That's know, that's I gonna know, be too much for cool. Arsenal. That this is what this is yeah. what what makes Arsenal fold when they get in the, these big moments away from home. They they just can't handle that pressure. That's how they lost. Yeah. They, that's how they lost the title last year, and that's how they're eventually gonna get knocked out of the Champions League. Um, well, I don't right, see it Charlie. here. Hopefully I still right. think I still think Arsenal's gonna move on, but I have two nil Porto. You know what? I'm gonna go for one zero Porto. Go for one zero Porto, and then we have finally we have the champions of Spain, Barcelona versus the champions of Italy, Juventus. Oh, sorry, uh, Napoli. Uh, <laughs> bro, you don't see me shitting all over you guys, all right? <laughs> and um, that's because we win, bro. And uh, 
I think Napoli is gonna de- they're gonna destroy Barca. I think uh, it's gonna be three zero Napoli. I do think Napoli is gonna beat Barca, but I don't think it's a destroy. I think it's gonna be like, I think it's gonna be one one zero or two one. But I do think Napoli is gonna win. I think Bar- Barcelona is just so fucking weak right now. They're just so fucking so weak bad, right man. now. I feel bad for Gundogan. I feel bad for Gundogan. Bro, just let but it yeah, go, bro. It's gonna... Just let it go. I know, man. It's tough, <laughs> dude. And you know what? Valentine's Day is coming up, too. It's going to be crazy. Spending Valentine's Day without Gundogan. It's going to be uh, But I think that's it, man. That's it for the, for the first uh, leg. Um, next week, we yeah. will go through the second leg. Obviously, we'll go to... Um, We'll recap well, all the matches, and then yeah. and then uh, we'll go through the second leg of matches, um, yeah. in the next episode. And right. finally, oh, to yeah, our last right. segment, and this is the very first time we're unveiling this segment. This is kid of the week. Now, the yes. kid of the week consists. Uh, it, it's it's. Whatever kit that we find or you, the listeners slash viewers, um, recommend to us. So make sure you go to our Twitter, um, to our X, sorry, whatever you want to call it, and let us know what kits you find amazing looking, that you find um, crazy, you find sexy, or straight up weird. If we agree with you, then, you know, um, we'll put it, it up be, on Kid of the Week. It could be, yep, and it could be old jerseys, uh, new jerseys, you know, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what season it's from. Correct. Um, even yep. if it's like a, like a, like a, like a design, um, if it's a design, it's not a real kit. If it looks sick or weird enough for us to be like, oh shit, um, right. this is crazy, you know, enough to get on the show, you know, obviously we'll give you, we'll shout you out. Um, right. But um, I actually tweeted not too long ago. Um, What'd you tweet? Hold on, I'm trying to pull it up, sir. Um, Pause. Uh, what football kits past slash present make you wish you were a supporter of that club hashtag caught off size podcast um, that's how you, um, you'll get our attention um, just use the hashtag caught off size podcast uh, again my twitter information will be um, somewhere in the descriptions if you're looking on the uh, youtube channel um, or you can just search up Joey Jammer 92. You'll find me there um, and use hashtag caught outsides podcast, or you can also tweet at Alex uh, the same thing. Yeah. Um, just use the uh, hashtag caught outsides podcast and we'll, we'll be able to find it. Um, That's right. So send us any um, ideas for videos. Uh, I know I'm getting a little off topic, but but use that use that yeah, hashtag bro. to send any video ideas, any crazy or sick looking kits, um, and then you know we'll go through them and see what is uh, worthy to be on the show, and we'll give you a little shout out. But to stop with my little mini diversion, let's go back to kit of the week. Um, I will go first. 
Um, Go ahead. I will start off with uh, the new AC Milan fourth kits. Um, mm. There are technically are two. There technically are two. Um, they choose both one, look sick. One. They both look sick. If I had to choose between the white one and the black one, I would choose the white one, even though, like, I would never buy anything white for one reason. It's like it, you get one stain, it, see you later. And it's over. It's over. Um, no, you know, what, you know what? I love that kit, and I tried buying it. I woke up at 4 in the morning the day it came out, and it was already sold out. You, you can you can so, order it still. You, um, I had the option to buy it actually on their website, AC Milan website. No, it's go- it's gone. No, I I literally had that option to buy it. What? So you might want to you just when I was looking for the image. Really? Yeah, I was looking for the image. It's on there. Um, so you might want to go no, check it, that no, out. No, it's on there. No, it's on there. It just has sold out. Oh. Yeah. Anyways, but but yeah, that kit is so excited. fucking excited, sexy. Man. That kit is so fucking sexy. Um, so that is my kit of the week. Um, I don't know if you want to if you want to tweet out yours, bro. Um, Actually, yeah, because the the one you got is also a doozy of a kit. Right, you sent this oh, to yeah. me, and I'm like, yo, I gotta have it. I gotta have it. Oh yeah. Definitely. So my jersey of the week is the new Palmeiras jersey. Um, it's just beautiful, man. The little detail, the Puma logo, everything about it is just beautiful, man. I just, I want that jersey so bad, and I have to wait until May to get it. Just because I think they only sell it in Brazil. I went to the website, and they don't ship to the U.S. But it's just beautiful. I'm going to tweet it out now, actually. Mm-hmm. So it should be there once once this goes up. I'm on their I'm on their website right now. Uh, I can't read Portuguese. (laughs) Um, yeah, I can't read Portuguese, so I can't see where to find the the kit. But um. yeah, these these those uniforms are sexy. The green goes really well with the gold, and the gold is all around the kit. And the collar, the white collars, the, yeah, oh, everything about it, man. It's just yeah, nice. that little that little logo in the center. That the um, yeah, what is it? The um, what trophy is that? I can't think of the name right now. That, that my friend, honestly. Even I don't know. It's not the. Um, Isn't that that, that that big oh. S- South American? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Trophy I, I and shit. Yeah, that's what it is. I just can't think of it either. Anyways, um, but yeah, those those have been the kit of the week. Um, once again, if you have any suggestions for kit of the week moving forward, um. Just de- uh, hit us up on Twitter, either one of us. Um, make sure you use hashtag caught offsides podcast. Um, and then we'll know um, you guys are trying to yell at us for that shit. Um, do you have any other thing to talk about? Nope. I think I already said everything I wanted to say. Actually, I have one more thing to say. West Ham are pathetic. 
That's it. We're good. <laughs> wow. Taking one last shot. One last shot, man. One last shot. Um yeah, I got nothing else um besides make sure you guys keep an eye out for the YouTube channel. If you haven't already, please subscribe. Um, we want to grow our following as fast as possible. If you enjoy our content, if you enjoy our podcasts, uh, you definitely are going to enjoy our um, videos that we are going to um, upload from here on out. Not only are we going to upload the podcast in short form factors, but we are going to be doing stuff like playing EAFC you know, or, or live in person, IRL, um, vlogs, you know, we're going to try and go to a couple games this upcoming MLS season. Um, and, and and in the summer in general, yeah, we're going to try and and head out to those games. Um, Miami's the big one. Um, we try to head out Um, to those games so that way we can bring you that kind of content as well as the podcast. Yep. If you guys want to see Joey dance in uh, EAFC, please go over to our YouTube channel. Listen, man. All I got to say is, like, top goal scorer in the club. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. But anyways, uh, this has been Caught Off Sides with Joe. And Alex. And we will see you uh, next time. Thank you.